happy Wednesday, everyone. Let me start off by saying that I apologize because I look a hot mess. I've had about 50 hot flashes today. I've been sweating and trying not to get the sweat on my eyebrows. I just got them microbladed, and they can't have any water, liquid sweat, or anything like that on them. Um, we got invited this past weekend to Comet Palooza, and we were there on Friday and Sunday. Friday, we did an actual live podcast, and tonight we're going to show you guys that podcast where we talked about the influence of people of color in comic books, fantasy, and sci-fi. Uh, needless to say, we had a great weekend. We hooked up with a lot of other local podcasters. Um, I'm going to forget their names. I, I know their names, but I can't remember the name of their shows. I think we've got Walker the Geek. We've got the Bri-Fi Producer James, come on now. You you know I rely on you for situations like this. Come on, you you moving slow. You moving slow. So we had the Colt Forty Five. Colt Forty Five. Colt Forty Five. Bryfi. 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 Walker the Geek. Walker the Geek. And finally, ram was uh, random Rambling. ramblings with Rob. Oh, random ramblings with Rod. Three R's show. Those are my boys. They <laughs> we did a podcasting panel on sunday i was the only girl i felt right at home with them learned a lot they're cool people follow them on social media uh go to youtube and check out their podcast and hopefully we will all be hooking up soon and doing something collectively and something funny because they're, they're all really really funny um they know a lot about comic books but <laughs> i don't know if my audience is really their target audience but um they're hilarious anywho what you're gonna see tonight is not gonna be the normal the libra and Hunter keisha show but it is going to be the show that we did friday at comic palooza it was funny you're gonna hear some of the audience members participating and talking you're gonna see r2d2 get a hard on that was pretty funny um we want to give a special thank you to Classic Bar by Sherry. Remember right now, you can sign up for bar classes at the studio at Femme Fatale by going to the Mind Body app. That will give you Sherry's schedule. Uh, bar classes are $10, but if you mention the Libra Lounge with Keisha or just Keisha, you will get $5 off of that. Uh, bar, if you have never taken a class, you've always wondered about the class, look it up. There's so many benefits to taking bar class. You will sweat like you have never sweat before, but you will feel so great when you leave. The endorphins will be pumping. And Sherry is the sweetest teacher. She's so patient, energetic, positive, positive, positive. Uh, so check her out. We want to give her all the support that we can. So if you are in the Galveston County or Harris County area, Go, 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 go. Go to Fem Fatale, which that's where the studio uh, at Fem Fatale is housed inside of, and check out their classes. They also have a membership for just the studio at Fem Fatale that is $89, and they offer 14 classes. That's a mixture of step class, bar class, and yoga classes. So Classic Bar by Sherry. You can give her a call at 281-678-8037. Or like I said, you can go to the Mind Body app. We hope you enjoy this show tonight. Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast. I'm your host, Keisha. This is my trusting sidekick husband, slash person who, who I share a house with, and he helps me pay bills. Helps pay bills? Yeah, you help pay bills. Okay. I thought I just paid him. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. For some odd reason, Comic Palooza decided to invite us to broadcast live here today. And then when we get here, 
I'm told that my show has to be PG-13. I don't do PG-13. I do XXX. But for the kids, I'm going to try to keep it at least PG-16. That's going to have to work. That's all I can do. I can't do anything else. So okay. PG-16 is going to have to work. He's giving me the fingers. These fingers. The one three. The one three. So I was trying to look cute today, and, you know, I decided to bling everything out with all my rings, and my daughter's like, you look like a black Thanos. <laughs> so if I snap my finger and you're gone, sorry about it. Sometimes it just be like that. So today we are discussing, let me see if I can remember, because my daughter brought, she, she came up with the topic. The influence of people of color. Heroes of color. Heroes and sheroes of color in comics, fantasy, and sci-fi. Is that correct? Yep. All right. So I Which know, the host should know, but well, you know, okay. I really feel that most people, the only thing they know about heroes of color is literally welcome to Wakanda. That's it. You would have thought that we had just actually gotten off the ship in America because people just were like, it was an explosion of black people when Black Panther came out. Like, we've been here a long time. We just finally got our own superhero film. Well, and that's not actually true. Okay, it was the first really good one. Uh, All respect to Blade. Okay. All respect to Blade. Can't forget Blade. Speaking of Blade, you know, when my husband tells people that he's married to a black woman, he always says she's Wesley Snipes black. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pull a tax return if you're not sure how black she is. Okay, so <laughs> my husband is a right. total comic book nerd. He knows everything. So is my dad. So, of course, I would marry someone who's just obsessed with comics as my dad is. So, basically, I'm here to bring the cuteness. He's here to give you all the facts. And I'm just going to have, you know, a comedic commentary to go along with all of it. Now, mind you, he did give me everything that I needed to know, but he doesn't tell me what to do. So I didn't even read it. I so, never tell you what to do. As soon as I tell you what to do, you say, don't tell me what to do. Y yeah. Okay. So, yeah, don't tell me what to do. Okay, okay, so start spitting some facts on these people, okay, and don't embarrass me. Okay, so when you said that Black Panther was the first really good uh, black superhero movie, uh -huh. you did give respect to Blade. Yes. But, he, but here's a few others. Maybe people know them, maybe they don't. All right. uh, I'm willing to bet someone who's actually in our audience, who's from the same town as us, knows all of this stuff. Probably so. <laughs> what, what's going to be interesting is, is the year some of these came out, uh, some of the people here may not have even been born. The majority of happened. them are not. It's okay. kids' day. So. so we'll start. First one, the Meteor Man. Okay, so Meteor Man, was it one of the weigh-ins, a, a comedian? Who yeah, it was, was, um, was it Tommy Davidson, I think, played. Was that right? Mike, oh. who was it? Pete Townsend, thank Pete you. Townsend. Pete Townsend. Where is he well, at? Robert Townsend wrote it. We, and we all know Robert. And starred, that's right. It's Robert it Townsend, Robert. okay. Yeah. Okay. So for any other black people here today, which there's, there's not a lot, Five Heartbeats. You know Robert Townsend from the Five Heartbeats movie. Right. Okay, okay. So, so just, just to throw this out there because it was pretty t timely at the time, um, Meteor Man's uh, heroics, he shut down crack houses. Oh, boy. And he made peace between the Crips and the Bloods. Wow. If that is not stereotyping, <laughs> I, I don't know what stereotyping is. So we get a black guy. We give him a superhero costume, right? But... 
He's instructed to only get rid of crack houses and bridge the gap between ga- between gangs. Well, I mean, that was a problem in, in you know, South Central L.A. In and the he was everyday. in South Central L.A. I will. Okay. Next okay, up. Okay, next. next. Uh, the following year, 1994, was Blank Man. Oh, that was kind of horrible, wasn't that it? That was really horrible. Now, that was one of the Wayans brothers, right? I think that was every Wayans brothers, even, yeah, like, because in even the 90s, like fetuses. Yeah, like in the 90s, belong, if you were black, you were related to the Wayans. Yeah. Yeah, there's like <laughs> literally 20 of them. They're kind of like roaches. Like yes. Sid Roach, it's probably a weigh-ins. Okay, so we had Blank Man. So Blank Man was, uh, uh, I think he was a character sort of inspired off Living Color. Uh, right, I because I believe he did, he was on uh, in Living Color a couple of times. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think he was. So for any of the young people out here, Jennifer Lopez was a fly girl on In Living Color. And Jim Carrey know. was on oh, TV. Oh, that's right. In cover, yes, color. he was. He was quite funny. Yes. Okay. So then, then we get into like some actual. No, no, really no. Go back. Okay. Go, go back. back. Sorry. Give us a breakdown of Blank Man because I'm starting to sense a, a pattern here. <laughs> I'm willing to bet Blank Man had to basically fight crime in, I don't know, an urban neighborhood, perhaps? Yes, it's pretty okay. safe to assume okay. that. Um, uh-huh. So he was a socially awkward yet brilliantly clever repairman. So, so okay, so this was in the 90s. So basically a janitor. Was he, uh, was janitor. he an, an, an autistic janitor? Uh, if you he watch the show. socially you, awkward. Yeah, he might have been on the spectrum. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm sure. My husband's on the spectrum. He hasn't been diagnosed, but I diagnosed him. He's on the, you're, you're on the spectrum. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. You're probably right. Okay. Okay, so... 19, Blank man. Na- so 1997 is okay. a landmark. That is Spawn. Todd McFarlane's Spawn. I have not seen Spawn. Is Spawn the one with Michael Jaw White? It's not Michael J, right? It's Michael Jaw. It's Michael Jai Abs is who it is. Oh, yeah, he's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fine. He hasn't been in anything in like a long time, but he was fine for the role. He was in Black Dynamite. I don't think I've ever seen Black Dynamite. Okay. Both the movie and the animated series on Adult Swim. So. You know I don't watch Adult Swim. Okay, so yeah. so Spawn was the first like I think really big budget uh, black superhero movie. But it didn't um, do very well. It didn't do all that well, but it was still really. I mean, I I, I loved it. I was a huge Spawn fan. Of so, course you were. Yeah. So you know, I can remember having conversations with my dad, and he was just like, you know, I there's so many comic book characters, and he would always list out the ones that. He wanted them to develop a film about, and he was, he actually said, isn't this just like a typical old black man, I hope I'm here to see today, where, uh, you know, that we have a movie, so thank God he's still alive, if you're watching Daddy High, because we're actually recording for our podcast, Um, we made it. We yeah. made it. And so, I've made it how many minutes without saying a cuss word? Ten. Yeah, ten. We're doing good. That's We're so far so roll. good. Yeah. Okay. So, so break in 1998 is yeah. the big one. That is Blade One, the first Blade. And let me tell you something. Blade One is one of those films. I mean, okay. I don't think it's fair that we still associate Blade the tr- Three with <laughs> the first two. Because Blade Three, I feel in my heart that out of prison, a little bit older, a little bit darker, Wesley Snipes still has one good Blade in him. At least, I mean, I know Blade has to have a little kid out there. I think the next movie needs to be Blade searches down his kid, kind of like he did Whistler, 
You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. And teaches him how to, you know, take kill, over. Kill vampires. Yeah, because we can't go out like that. That 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 third one was just horrific. Yeah. I mean, they had Jessica Bill in it. Oh, I'm Whistler's daughter. He didn't know about me, but I know how to kill vampires too. And, you know, it's Who's the guy? They had Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds in it. Yeah. That was good. Well, we had Triple H. We had Triple H in there. Yeah. He didn't say much, but, you know, then we had the vampire dog. The vampire Pomeranian was oh, pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. That was probably the best thing about Blade Three. It was horrible. So the part that I checked out completely was, was when Jessica Biel was in the back of the car putting together a mixtape, and Ryan Reynolds yeah. says uh, she likes to make, she likes make mixtapes when she hunts. Well, it was it was just bad. It was bad. You know, Ryan Reynolds wasn't even well known at that point. Yeah, let's just say uh, uncostumed Deadpool. Was yeah, basically what he played there as well. Okay, but we started off with Blade One. Now, how accurate was the movie to the actual comic book? Uh, fairly loose. I mean, okay. some of the origin story I think was pretty accurate. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, Deacon Frost was a char- was a character. It, it was it was somewhat loosely based. But it was it was a really good movie. So it was a good movie, yeah. Even if you'd never heard of Blade from the comic books, you really would enjoy the movie. Still, it had great action in it. Wesley Snipes threw in a little bit of you know he's Buddhist, so there was some Buddhist a- aspects of the film <laughs> in it. Uh, but it was a good movie. Then we went on to, so that was a big ba- breakthrough as far as major net, you know, movie s- net studios right. giving a pretty good budget after Michael Jai White messed it all up and spawn, and we got Blade. Yep, and then Blade 2, which was... Uh, Blade 2 was good as well. Well, I think people actually say Blade 2 was probably the better of the first it w- two. It was, it know? was. I, I, but, I mean, that was you know, Guillermo del Toro involved. Right. That was, you know. Yeah, so... Blade kind of opened up the box for everyone. Like, okay, so here's a black superhero. But it's, you know, in all actuality, is Blade technically a superhero? Yeah, absolutely. Why wouldn't so? he be? I mean, he's got, he, he has powers. He, he fights, I mean, crime in a way. Okay. I mean, he's a, I, yeah, I'd say he's, he's kind of like the anti-hero. He's, 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 he's right. kind of like in that same vein as Punisher, for yeah. example, where they do really awful things to people. But yeah. You know, he's he's brutal and dark, but still kind of a hero. Did you say he was dark because of his skin tone? I didn't say that. You can't put those words in my mouth. Now, I don't have big numbers here, but I see a couple of black people here, and I think we could take you down if we all band together. Well, yes, I'm not allowed to fight back under today's rules. Exactly. Okay. Okay, so. Moving on. Moving on from Blade. So that was, what, 99? Well, that was 98, and then 2004 was was the last one. So we don't really get another kind of, I guess, uh, equally important character, probably until Nick Fury shows up in the uh, MCU. Right. So I heard that when they were actually developing Nick Fury for the role, they didn't know who was going to actually play the character, but when they were drawing it out, it was Samuel L. Jackson. Well, actually, well, so when they made Marvel Ultimates, Mm. uh, uh, Mark Millar was one of the um, was one of the artists, and they actually drew the ultimate version of of Nick of Nick Fury to look like Samuel L. Jackson. So kind of like they so kind of like they'll do with uh, Simon Pegg and Garth Ennis in The Boys. It was just made to look exactly like that. uh, Okay, time out, everyone. Stop sounding smarter than me. You're the co-host. Sorry. You're going way too far. Okay. 
bring it back a little bit. Make me look smarter. That's your role. That's a Herculean <laughs> task I gladly uh, accept, and uh, we'll see what is we that can a, do. Is that a big job right there? That's a huge <laughs> job. That's about as big of a job as uh, getting a Blank Man sequel greenlit. Or for me to so. make it through this whole podcast PG-13. Exactly but we're, right. We're so, doing okay. All right, so Nick Fury, of course, you know, major part of the MCU. Um, I think at the last one we'll say – Is he is, a superhero, though? Well, no. I mean, I wouldn't say superhero. He's, he's kind of like – lack of a better comparison, probably a bit like Batman in that he doesn't have any superpowers, but he's still a badass. He's still um, very important. The he's white still, person, because ah, it PG wasn't me, 13. sir. Have you seen a PG-13 movie late? <laughs> no, lately? of course I haven't. Okay. No. Uh, so let me see. So Nick Fury really is kind of, how do you get the job to be over the Avengers? You're, you're, a, you're a super spy. You're excellent at what you do, and... That's the way the writers want it. So. But he hasn't had his own film. No, and I don't think they're – so if you were to do a Nick Fury film, you'd probably have to pick up one from when he was a lot younger. They've, you know, there's been tons of comics about Nick Fury, some even as an older uh, fighter. Right. But, I mean, you, yeah, you'd have to do a complete one-shot of just Nick Fury. Uh, I, anyone else kind of overshadows him a little bit if it's so a hero. So did he die in this last Avengers movie? Uh, yes. Like, did Well, no, no, no. I mean, spoiler alert, I'm, I'm sure everybody here. Well, I so know, you know, he, he got turned into dust particle. Yeah. He, he, yeah, snapped. he got snapped. So, yeah, he yeah, he came back. They fixed all that. So, he's he's not dead dead. No, he's not dead okay, dead. Okay, gotcha. He's also fictitious, but he's not dead dead. So Whatever. You know way, what I mean. That's cool. So, so leaving film for a second, we get into uh, uh, 2016 is uh, brings you Luke Cage on Netflix. That you didn't was watch a big booty white girl that just passed by. Oh. <laughs> was it like that distracting? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she this had is like a doing a show on the back. Squirrel, her look like I a swear. reindeer. <laughs> this is this is ADD podcast, folks. Welcome it really to is. It. I'm like a baby squirrel, just like eh, 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 exactly. Eh. So, all right, move yeah. right along. So Luke Cage. Okay. Uh, on Netflix, which unfortunately, pretty much all I think all the Netflix shows are now uh, completely canceled. Which was, I was holding out for Punisher, but. They're no all now. They're all no. they're all done. I mean, once once Disney got all the the properties, they pretty much don't want the competitors making money off their properties. Yeah. I guess makes sense. Um, so so Luke Cage was considered ground, groundbreaking because it really 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 dealt with actual black culture. It dealt with Harlem. It was very um, I'd say probably very tied into the community more so than the other stories and characters had been before. Okay, so I get this so you have tony stark you've got iron man yes iron man kind of protects anybody no matter of your location no matter of your your coast right well if he can get there okay so why is it that all of the superheroes of color are stuck like in these really urban yeah like harlem and south central like are they not uh, allowed to rescue Hispanic people? Well, Asian I, people? Is it I, just all have, about the community? Because it really makes black superheroes look very selfish. Well, you know, as soon as they say here's you know here's a superhero of color based in Akron, Ohio, it's going to be pretty. You know, it's it's not really compelling, I guess. Unfortunately, Mike, write that down. I think we can do something with that. I think the, we can. A, the Akron assassin. I, I think we can do something. <laughs> can we, we can do, do that? something. Okay. Yeah. All right. So okay. So so we're gonna so. 
the whole point today was not just not not just African American, no, but also um, women, minorities, any. So what's interesting is when you look at Hispanic superheroes, there there's only really been a small amount that we might consider superheroes right. or close to it in film. Um, Danny Trejo, of course, played Machete. And I'm going to assume that he just saved people in Mexico. Uh, I'm just going with the theme. I think you, I think you got it. Yeah, you got uh -huh, us there. Uh huh. That's yeah. what I thought. And it was from I think cartel members. Uh huh. So yeah. yeah. So even though they're giving us all movies, they're still stereotyping us. Yeah, I think he. Pr I think at one point he protected a uh, Home Depot parking lot too. Man, ain't I'm that not, some I'm shit that right there? Keisha. Yeah. Uh, Market don't look twenty at me. minutes. Don't look at me. Okay. I'm sorry, that was okay. it. Don't look at me. Okay. Okay. PG thirteen. Okay. Okay. So then, um, so let's talk about Antonio Banderas, who played two uh, heroes basically. He played Puss in Boots. Well, okay, Puss in Boots. You got me there. Um, <laughs> Zorro, and mm -hmm. uh, and the uh, El, El Mariachi, the from Desperado. So again, <laughs> I'm seeing, was he I'm seeing only your working in the vicinity of you know people with brown skin? Well, Desperado took place in uh, Mexico. Mexico. Okay. And Zorro took place in uh, California. What part? The part that was owned <laughs> by Mexico. So, okay. uh, yeah, I get your. Okay. So, um, now, okay, so, here, so here's one to throw a kink. It wasn't in the movies, but um, Gabriel Luna played Ghost Rider in some of the recent uh, seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. He did a really good job. That was actually probably one of my favorite uh, Ghost Rider incarnations. I mean, compared to Nicolas Cage, we don't really have a lot, but... Ooh, don't you, know. you dare say anything bad about Nicolas Cage. I know. She loves Nicolas Cage. My mama I, loves Nicolas Cage. Yeah. We will both beat you. She, I mean, sh I think she will fight you. She probably over would. Over Nicolas Cage. Probably so. Probably so. yeah, uh-huh. So, so, so he did really, really well. And um, here's what's ironic. So, in Into the Spider-Verse, which mm. was the animated film that just won an Academy Award, uh -huh. Spider-Man was Miles Morales, who uh -huh. is supposed to be Hispanic, but he was voiced by Shameik Moore, if you know he, who that is. What is he? Shameik sounds Arabic. Well, no, he's not Hispanic. Okay, um, what is he? He's Afro-Latin? Oh, the oh, no, character I, is Afro-Latin? Oh, Person who's not sorry. on mic and our, shouldn't even be talking to our us. Our intern wants to throw a little bit something <laughs> in here, so sorry. Okay, okay so the character was, well, I thought it was Dominican. All right, or anybody Puerto in Rican. the crowd, what exactly is Miles Morales? Afro-Latina. He's Latina. Okay, okay. She was Thank correct. You. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. But again, I mean, it's good that they actually use a different Spider-Man than, than Peter Parker. In fact, Spider-Verse, of course, had... Almost every iteration of Spider-Man in the uh, universe. Which they, is have nice. they had a gay one? Uh, let me think. Question for the crowd: Has there been a gay Spider-Man? Well, I don't. It, it, it's now, not a matter of, of has to be. I'm just piggybacking off what he said. He said in the Spider-Verse, he's been he's been female, correct? Well, yeah. I mean, he's Spider been Girl, different. Spider Spider right. So. I, I don't think it's a matter of has to be, has to be, be one. It's just interesting. I would love to see someone who is gay in a Spider-Man costume. You just like cosplay. That's made in the, you know, the rainbow colors. Oh. I think that'd be cute. Well, that would be rough because every villain would see him coming from like a mile away. <laughs> like, like it's hard to, cr it's hard to cr fight crime being that visibly fabulous. Well, and if he was playing, boy, you know? he'd be like, I'm Spider-Man. Save the day. 
So would his webbing shoot glitter? Is Probably that, so. Oh God, okay. Yes. All right. Enough. Okay. Enough. <laughs> enough. Now there have <laughs> not been, as of right now, any Asian superheroes. Uh, there's been ca characters. So you had Agent Zero uh, mm -hmm. from Wolverine Origins. Um, of course, when you go in, into um, Asian Pacific countries, there there's a lot, but I. Nothing I'm drawing a blank on, on any real mainstream in America, you know, leading, front-running uh, Asian superheroes. I mean, I uh, wonder why. why. I don't know if there's a reason why other than there's not a ton of them in mainstream comics. Right. I mean, for a long time, the only one I knew of was Sunfire. Uh, and I've never even heard of that Who's a, a Japanese mutant. Okay. Um, I mean, there's a lot more, but. So, you know. <laughs> Let's just talk about what everyone knows as far as superheroes of color. I mean, I was shocked that my own mother went to the movies by herself to see Black, Black Panther. Panther. It's, I mean, it was just like, I don't know. It was like an explosion of black people at the movies. Well, you I know, mean, okay, so we go to the movies a lot. We love going to the movies. But during that whole time frame when... Black Panther came out, we would sit in there and, you know, we would be eating and talking and I'd be like, oh, there's five black people. I wonder what they're seeing today. <laughs> Bet it's Black Panther. So, okay, a lot of people don't understand and I was explaining it to someone that people of color, we've had to watch television, watch movies where we don't see a lot of people that look like us. We, we just don't. You're on the wrong channel. I'm sorry, uh, TV One, BET not included. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but we don't see a lot of people that look like us and who are superheroes. So this was amazing. This is something that my parents didn't think that they would actually see. And well, the other part of it, I think that was interesting, that was important to them, was it wasn't it was black it was Black Panther, but it was very it wasn't Black Panther in Los Angeles. Exactly. It was very yeah. now there was know. a section of it where well, I know, you know, but, you yeah, know. but the but it was part. in Wakanda, and it was the you know the seeing the royalty, it was seeing the women who were the bodyguard. You know that was something powerful for us. That is something that I was excited that my kid was able to see that. You can be a black superhero and not just be, you know, in one of the wards or, you know, uh, the ghetto, you know, you know, rescuing that, stopping crack deals and telling people they can't sell their mixtapes at the Kroger and stuff like that. You know, this was great. It was Wakanda. We had our own country. You know, we had something well, had that no one else had. A while, let's be honest. I mean, let's you had it, it was there, there was a lot of African culture it was i thought it was a good mix what's that that well oh, yeah. well yeah. so he's so i could only list so many um but falcon's a good one too but again falcon's kind of a supporting right a unless supporting he gets his role. own movie well is i know he he's getting his own film well he's he's captain america now oh. uh how about yeah how about shaquille o'neal and shaq fu oh no we, we mentioned uh yeah, Blank we, Man we, and meteor, meteor man, man you missed that started. one yeah yeah Shaquille O'Neal is uh, should, should be forgotten for everything except basketball. And including What's rapping. That? He was a rapper. Re repairman. Oh, my God. I remember Repairman. I was, I was say it, was, it was from Blank Man. Oh, Blank Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about <laughs> Who's that Who's that Repairman? So when we were talking about those <laughs> movies, we kind of, you know, That's noticed bad. there was a theme that if you were a black superhero, you were only, you know, saving black people within a 
a black neighborhood, basically, you know. Yeah. So um, Wakanda was very worldly, and you know, we had. I said because you know I'm Wakandan half on uh, my she, daddy's she side. Just, she just I'm Wakandan on my daddy's side. Okay, don't be hating. Sorry. So you know, we were royalty. It, it was it was great. It was beautiful. Everyone looked like me. That was something that we just don't see unless you're watching Roots. Well, but, I mean, that's just a little bit. That's well, it, not uh, fun to watch Roots. So, this was great. Well, Mbaku sure looked like you. Mba- okay, now, I'm not going to lie, y'all. I was excited about seeing Black Panther. But I really went to see Michael B. Jordan with no shirt on, wet, with a gun, with dreads, <laughs> licking his lips, and stuff like that. You know, PG thirteen, Keisha. That was PG thirteen. I know. I'm, I'm just warning because you. Every time you mention Michael B. Jordan, all of a sudden I have to hear how how completely insignificant I am as your husband. That has nothing so. to do with Michael B. Jordan. Okay. You're insignificant whether Michael B. Jordan was alive or not. Okay. That's Fair a personal enough. issue. We'll talk about that when we get home. Gotcha. <laughs> so you know, this was it was good, and, I, and for me, really seeing those females protecting. You know, royalty, that you know, cool. that was that was awesome. Yeah. Um, now, I will cool. say, you know, because I'm sure there's going to be a part two to Black Panther. Oh, yeah. We got another billion to make for sure. So do you guys remember that one scene where uh, T'Challa, he goes to save, what's his little girlfriend when she had the refugees and she was, they were tra- trying to get them somewhere and it was dark? Yes. I mean, he didn't have some better lighting in that, in a scene like that. Okay, because look. I appreciate the fact that what is it, Lopita, Nawaja, what's yes, her name? Yeah, close her. enough. She's dark. She doesn't need to be in an all dark atmosphere. It she only works. Yeah, that dark only works for Game of Thrones. When it re- oh, is color. anyone still half blind from watching that one episode of Game of Thrones where you're like, what's wrong with our TV? Why is it so dark? Let me take off my glasses. Like, there seems to be, like, a film over my glasses or something like that. It took me a couple of days to recover. Like, my eyes are finally back able to focus. So, back to what I was saying. I'm sure there's going to be a part two to Black Panther. But it was so surprising because a lot of people who went to go and see the movie had never even heard of Black Panther. They never read the comic books. They didn't know any of the history. I'm sure you did. Is that oh, R2-D2? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that so is R2-D2. <laughs> I thought I heard the little sound. Hey, R2-D2. What's up? Are you coming over here? Come on. Come on. Welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. Isn't that cute? Look, my mama's single. You're a second-class character. Just my mom's single. It. She's Sorry. looking for a good man, you know, a man that's been about something. I mean, you down? Did you just, wait. He's down with the cocoa. <laughs> did you just offer your mom a robotic I did. boyfriend? Like, we got that- to do something <laughs> with her. <laughs> I'm going to give you her number, okay? I think so, I'll be done here by 5 o'clock. I'll give you her number. I'm going to give you the digits. That's going to be my new stepdaddy, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so back to Wakanda. Well, okay, okay. Well, okay. so, so, so we've, we've, covered, we've, we've covered minority a little bit. Right. This, I mean, the last few years have been also the year of the female. The female, yes. The superheroes. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, Wonder Woman. You can't, can't ignore that for sure. Now, I enjoyed Wonder Woman. But I have to be honest, I could have watched, the whole film could have been about the Amazons for me. Yeah. I mean, they t- they stole the movie. They yeah. stole the whole show. They were just, oh, I can't cuss. They were bad. I can't say, oh, I can't real fully. Is that a monkey on you, sir? Is that, what is that? It's a what? What is it? Did you say dragon? 
Oh, okay. Oh, so it's not real, is it? <laughs> Come get in front of the camera. I want our audience you're to at, see that. You're at Comic-Con. You're asking us if things are real. <laughs> you do know where you're at, right? Can I touch it? <laughs> no, will it bite? <laughs> oh, oh, my God, it did my, it, Don't do that. Jeez, that's really cute. It's a, but how is it moving? Magic. Just, just, oh it, it's magic. really cute. Well, thank you. Say I hi to the Leave Lounge audience. ADD Pie Podcast, folks. Okay, just, I'm sorry. Uh, Someone's okay. walking around with a furry bat on them. <laughs> I, I'm sorry if it got my attention. Fair my enough. bad. All right, so let's go back to female domination. So. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. I, I'll try. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so, I mean, so lately oh, we've I had. I was talking about Wonder Woman, my bad. I know, yes. I'll let you come back in. Uh, it's okay. So, yes, the, the Amazon women were just fascinating to me. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, okay, so I have to be honest. I did not like the fact that Wonder Woman left behind her people to, cha oh, I can't even say the word, to chase after the D. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's what she really did. No, she went to help the, the realms of men and women, went to help the world. It yeah. just so happened that that was there, too. She saw that man's thing when they were in okay. that little, it looked like a salt room, uh, <laughs> you know, where he was taking a salt bath. The grotto? The grotto. Okay. She saw it, wanted it, okay. and followed him to, like, basically another realm. We also have Brie Larson, oh, who plays Captain Marvel. So, we're, so, okay. Now, so we, we've had a few... You know, very strong female yes. characters. And uh -huh. Wonder Woman, Captain Marvel, uh, Zoe Saldana playing Gamora. Gamora. Now, uh, Evangeline Lilly playing uh, Hope Pym uh -huh. from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, we got to talk about Margot Robbie playing Harley Quinn. Because okay. I remember being here at Comapalooza the same year that Suicide Squad came out, and there was literally 457 Harley Quinns. It's some here today, but they shouldn't have on a costume. Oh. I'm just saying. Yep. I'm just saying. You can meet her after this uh, broadcast, folks. Do they not make that costume in plus size? They do. Well, no. some of the people that I've seen might have should have got a plus size. Okay. Well. That's just my opinion. Moving on. I'm looking out for them. I'm trying not to get hit after this. Okay. So, um, let's see. Who else? Uh, Kristen Ritter, Jessica Jones. Another yeah, Netflix that was on Netflix, right? Yes, it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. which, was, which was, it was the first Netflix Marvel uh series uh -huh. and probably one of the best ones i think i watched a couple episodes okay. i wasn't impressed but well here's one you know buffy the vampire slayer <laughs> that's my girl right so there. now so yes. so question christy swanson buffy huh? or totally other different. buffy totally uh, different you cannot compare them at all why, why not they're to totally different mike thank you completely okay. different you know Buffy was a valley girl and you know it took her a while to really embrace her powers or you know whatever it was or her training or whatever it's no you can't compare that one movie to the whole series it's, it's okay. different each one has their own little cult following okay I'll tell you one of my favorites of all time okay was uh and I'm gonna butcher her name uh Chloe Grace Moretz yeah who uh when she played hit girl in in kick-ass one which was Mm, he cussed so again. Two. No, it's, oh, a, it's the name it's of the okay. movie. So let me ask exactly. you a question. If I attach my cuss word onto a movie title, is it going to be okay? <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> I mean, you know I'm going to try to make up stuff. Kick, okay. <laughs> Kick ass, puss in boots, badass. Uh, okay. All right, well, anyway, she was what? I think she was 10 or 11 when she, she was played really young because she's and still she young was, now. And it was, I loved it. It was brutal. 
she said what it, she cussed completely. Like it was right. really true to the character. At least the first movie was second hit, uh, second kick ass. Nah, kind of got so a little much. messy. Not, not so much. But she was probably one of my favorite female characters in a while. Now you were gonna say something about Harley Quinn. Well, just I mean, out of that whole movie, I don't know how many people here were Suicide Squad fans, but out of that whole movie, I think probably. She was one of the, I think, best cast, at least, maybe, unless, unless I'm going to get some, uh, you know. Will okay, Smith was Will great. Smith so, was great in yeah. that movie, but which, I will which, say this. So, Black Deadshot, yes. which was really yeah. weird to see, because Floyd Lawton, not that in the comic books. I'll say this about the movie Suicide Squad. Great action, but I honestly felt like a group of high school theater kids say, you know what, let's write a script. Well, and that was the it. script for right. Suicide Squad. It was not great writing, no. but the action, you action know, was, good. Story, was great. It was, story was okay. The it was a little shaky that you kind of left there with a couple of questions. Like, yeah, okay, really wait, why was that character even in there? What? what? Some of the characters, I mean, uh, the characters that were good were great. Yeah, and Will that, Smith and, did and a phenomenal job in that film. It, yeah. I, I thought, yeah. Who did? No, I, I thought I thought a few of the characters carried. Yeah. I mean, Will Smith, Will Smith, Margot Jared Robbie. Leto, Jordan Catalano. Uh, no, a, not just. So, all right. So, Mike, all don't right. do me like. So we, okay, look. Uh, we may have to do. We the, have to which agree Joker in front best, of him. When he turns, we can disagree. You got it. Okay. 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 Yeah, I don't. I, uh, you didn't like him as the Joker. Ah, uh, man, I don't know. I, I'm. What's that? Who's there has the been Who's supposed to be the next person playing the Joker? Is it going to be a black person? No. No. There's no black Joker, I don't think. Well, there's um, no. Yeah, Joaquin. Yeah, so Joaquin Phoenix is 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 playing him. That's in, right. In the kind of the origin story, uh, okay. I guess, which will be cool to see how they handle which origin story they use. Right. If it's the if it's the one from uh, uh from Alan Moore or if it's uh some other thrown together one. Was it Alan Moore that wrote uh, the Killing Joke? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, do so. you think that you know with the huge success of Black Panther, which they actually got nominated for one or two Academy Awards. Yeah, I think th I think they were talking. Uh, what if we did for uh, Best Picture? And I'm like, ah, now you're pushing. I don't think it was Best Picture worthy. That might have been pushing. If there a was bit. a category for you know most entertaining, yeah. perhaps, but not best. I mean, they lost clearly. Oh yeah. Say oh, they, that they again. Did. They got cool. Yeah. Was it for costume and the costume and makeup? makeup. Yeah, okay. that's okay. right. Which yeah. Which it was good. great. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. The costumes know. were fantastic. Um, Are we a little okay. Hot? Better. Okay. Oh, was it? We oh. did that on purpose. Can y'all hear us now? <laughs> right, right, right here. Kind of sort, kind of sorta. Yeah. Can you turn up just a little, a little bit, more? bit more? I mean, she is loud. So, okay. Testing. Better. Can y'all hear us good? Okay. Cool. Okay. Well, I guess I can't, you know, now sing project. before I go. Right. I know. I can be just as loud without the mic on. So, okay. So, going back into the theme. Okay. So, we clearly need to get some Asian superheroes. I think we do. I think it's now. So, so now which which one? And, hey, we'll take audience suggestions. I'm I'm actually kind of for the uh, Amadeus Cho version of the Hulk. I'd, I'd kind of like to see that. I don't know what you're talking well, about no. right now. Well, no. Well, of so. course not. <laughs> they do. And this is for them, not for you. Um, okay, do y'all know what he's talking about? 
Okay, Thank so you. tell us about, educate the people. Uh, I don't know a whole lot. Okay. <laughs> I, I just know that. that you said um, an Amadeus Hulk? No, Amadeus Cho is, is, the, oh, Cho. I, is the boy, and then he became the Hulk. I, I, I do not know the exact way that he did it, but I, I know he's been somewhat well-received, I think, so far. Okay, when did that come out? Uh, it's been about three, four years now, I think he's been. Um, so. They, they needed to change. They The Bruce Banner thing is kind of. They just need to change. They changed everything. I mean, they made Hork a, a, a Thor a girl. Yeah, now let me while, ask so. you. So you said that it's an Asian Hulk. Yes. So when he becomes Hulk, does he look different? Yes. He, has, he, he has way better hair. He has <laughs> way better hair as as. Amadeus does he show. look Asian? A little, yeah, a little bit. Explain to me exactly how I can't explain to you how Asian looks look without getting in Asian. a lot of trouble. No, I I, I, I really can't. My my hands cannot touch my eyes to do this. Thank so. you, my love. Okay, good. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, there you go. Well, yeah. Oh, oh, He's handsome. Okay. He looks kind of like a K-pop singer. He really does. He really he does. He really does. So my sixteen-year-old daughter is all about K-pop. Thank you. Okay, so they changed his hair to look a little bit more Asian. Well, and his face a little bit too. Just, uh, just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. All right, so what about Indian? Uh, we've, okay. So if you remember, if you guys are old enough, remember the Super Friends. Remember uh, Apache Chief was who ba his basically power was he would say uh, Inukcha and he would grow and get big. That's the only Indian superhero no, there's been. No, that's not the only one that there's been. There was also uh, was it Warpath who was part of X Force. Um, Marvel, you know, uh, Marvel World. Um, probably a few others. I'm, I know Jonah Hex uh, had, a, I think, had one or two uh, Native American allies. But now let me let me ask you a question. If for some odd reason, Stanley sent a message from above and said it's time to have a plus size black female superhero. Like me, like me. Man. Describe how it would be. I think you just did. What kind of superhero <laughs> would I be? What kind of powers would I have? How would my costume look? All my right, makeup, strap my in, hair? folks. All right. All right, here we go. Now, yeah. hold on. Say that again. A thick she hole. That's all I need. A black blob. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, you could do a gender did swap blob. Did he say blob? blob? No, there is a character called the Blob. Was it like? Did it look like a blob? Well, he he's a he's a big fat dude. I that mean, would be you could more do a, you your could do a gender thing, right? Swap. Not well, mine. I'm just saying, you could do a gender swap blob for I a don't villain. I don't want to be blob. You could do, um, let's see. You could do, she. well, yeah, you could do She-Hulk, but she's always green. I mean, you have to have a black Hulk. That's kind of funny because I dated a guy. Never that was mind, a She-Hulk? PJ-13. No. Okay. No. He said some of the stuff I did reminded him of She-Hulk. She what, smashing things indiscriminately? Exactly. Raging out for no reason at all? Yeah. Okay. That's all me. All right, that makes perfect sense. Is that then. Huckleberry Finn? No, that, no. Oh, my God. It? No, it's, oh, it's no. anime? Oh, okay. No, that's Monkey D. Luffy from One Piece. <laughs> did anyone else think that was Huckleberry Finn? Nobody at Common Palooza thought that was Huckleberry Finn. I did. Okay. Nobody. All right, all right. Okay, so what kind I'm of I'm sorry, which person looks like a Charles Dickens character you want to call out? Since we're dealing with, like, <laughs> old literature. Hey, black people, hi. How are y'all? <laughs> Our numbers are increasing as time goes on. They heard I was That's here today. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so if I have, pe I think that I should shoot bullets from my breast, <laughs> or maybe shoot webs from my breast. What the hell are you? 
I'm trying to be a superhero. Well, that's that's actually scary. Like, I don't think anybody would want to be saved by that. I'm sorry. Like, if it you really wouldn't be. Really? <laughs> no. It's like if, I, if I'm falling from a building and you throw your chest at me and webbing comes out. You're going to be glad you got saved no, no matter how, I, they, how, how it happened, I will okay? Take, I'll take the payment. Thank you. Alrighty, no, I will then. take the payment. I will take death. Sorry. Would anyone else allow me to rescue you if I were a superhero and webs came out of my breast? What's that? Spider milk. Spider milk. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Come oh my get you God. some spider milk, man. All right, Keish, Keish, we got we got two minutes left on on the broadcast. Tell right. them who we are. So who you we are. are the Libra Lounge with Keisha. Uh, I'm Keisha. This is producer James. You can watch our show on YouTube. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, we go live every Wednesday night at eight o'clock on Facebook. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, uh, TuneIn app. All that good stuff. Um, If you listen to us on iTunes, make sure to give us a five-star rating, even if you got to lie. It doesn't matter to me. Just give it to me. Um, Our show is comedy-based. We do a lot of celebrity news and gossip, and we have guests that come in. We've had guests such as Cynthia Lee Fontaine from RuPaul's Drag Race. We've had porn stars. We've had politicians. We have had wrestlers on the show. Um, reality authors, wrestling folks, uh, if, any, if there's any fans reality out there. Reality TV stars. Yep. We've had Mike on our show. He is our pop culture expert. Oh, my God. If you uh, want to know anything about, about anything, a teenage ever. pro program, Mike <laughs> is your guy. <laughs> From the 90s. Okay, From yeah, the exactly. 90s, yeah. yes. He, he knows. He's your guy. It's kind of scary. It's, disturb- it's, no, it's disturbing. It's yes. absolutely disturbing. Yeah, it's so not scary. we also have Libra Lounge merchandise, such as the tank that I'm wearing, which says I speak fluent Teddy, because I do. Yep. <laughs> you can check us out. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, send us a message if you have any show ideas or anything like that. Or if you want to be on the show, call us up. We'll let yep. you come on in. So I think that's it. We will be back on Sunday here at noon. With for the yep. podcast panel for the solo uh, podcast panel, so, yes. do, so doing a pop podcast as a as a solo, yeah, person. Actually, I think I'm right. like filling some kind of minority quota for them that day because I'm the only female. <laughs> so <laughs> not the only one. Oh, well, all righty. Okay, I hate all right, him folks, so much. Thank so you very, very much. Thank you so much. Have a great day.